everyone, and welcome to the Awaken Together podcast. I'm Jen. And I'm Kat. And today is our season finale of season four. Can't believe it. Time flies. Oh my goodness. We were talking about how it's literally been two years of this extremely intuitive and slightly impulsive decision to make this podcast with each other and just reflecting on how easy it's been to kind of put this together because this was so something that Kat and I were supposed to co-create and it's amazing to look at how much has shifted and happened since the beginning of this. Yeah, seriously, when reflecting, it's like I truly don't think there's anybody else who I could have done this with and have it be this like magical (laughs) magical like just continue on we hold each other accountable and we do it with such grace and balance and i'm just so grateful for you i'm so grateful for you yes effortless so meant to be and it's been so beautiful to even expand this podcast into retreat space and we wanted to give a huge thank you just to everyone because we continue to grow and every single season has kept topping the others and we're just so excited to keep seeing where we can take this so thank you so much for continuing to share our little podcast with your friends with your family we've had some moms listen (laughs) Uh, and yeah we're just like so so happy and excited for growing our beautiful community and that all starts with you Ah yes thank you all so for today's episode we wanted to just do a little reflection on all of the topics that came up in this season it's been really beautiful to have so many guests come forward and share their specialty. I also think for me and Kat, like so much has personally evolved for us. And as we sit here and look at this list of episodes that we've given you guys for season four, we can see the themes of our lives like so blended into this list because we've had pretty transformative years. Like we really have. Crazy. Yeah, and looking at like the topics for this season, it was really relationship heavy and communication and sexuality and desire. And that also, shocker, fits into some of the big themes and topics that we've been working on in our lives right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just crazy. Like I'm looking at the time right now. It's 11, 11 oh. And we are riding out the full moon in Capricorn. We're recording this on the 4th of July. So it's just like, freedom alignment Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's cancer season we've both recently come home after a couple transitions and times away so it just feels really really right to be sitting down right now with you all and integrating all of this yes and this full moon in capricorn that we're sitting here recording this with is also conjunct pluto so there's so much just rebirth energy so as it always goes this just all feels so aligned and yeah the astrology for it is always just a fun little layer to sprinkle on so starting with like the first five episodes that we did this season we started you guys off with a little astrology forecast and it's so funny to be sitting here because we are just about to go into that transition of the north and south nodes so this is looking at kind of our destiny 
our soul's mission and our south node kind of reflecting on both our individual past journeys and the collective past. Both of these nodes are about to switch into the Aries and Libra axis, which is going to be such a cool shift on like how you own your individuality and in what area of life that shines based on the house it lands in. And Libra is about partnerships and collaborations and creating bonds and relationships that matter. So it's really look at looking at the integrity between those things and how it fits. And so it's just so cool to be riding out this end of season with those themes and entering into a full summer where you can really see that stuff shine and start to reflect on that. Um, And then going into episode two, we really started unpacking communication, which for Kat and I, we were both really in therapy. And I think, you know, we've talked so much in previous seasons about the importance of using your voice and the importance of sound. But the way we word stuff still is so important. And I think we get used to these patterns of language, right? Where we're trying to convey something, but it's not actually the words that we use. And I think for me, like learning the power of how I'm wording something and how it commonly gets perceived and how I can just play with word changes and get out of patterns of talking has been so huge for me. And so that episode was so powerful because I've had to use my voice and discuss subjects that I have very much pushed away this this in this little period of my life like for real yeah and it's still like it still kind of blows my mind that my partner Kyle can't read my mind all the time like some of my other people can and so (laughs) you know you know I know you read my mind and so like the reminder of how important it is um, to use my words because I will literally look at him sometimes after blabbering a short sentence and expect him to know the mountain, the iceberg that's under that. And he'll just be like, no, I don't know what you mean. And so it just forcing me to back up, articulate all the little minutiae, the, the fine print that's going on in my mind mm-hmm. so he can fully understand. It just helps both of us out. So that's been a big takeaway and will continue to be something I'm always working on with him and everybody else in my life. Yeah. And it's hilarious that you say that too off of this episode, because I had a conversation this week of saying, me and Danny read each other's minds so easily, so we don't bring words into it a lot. But because of that, there's been such a lack of practicing, like actual words coming out. And I've realized that that's created a whole habit loop. So the opposite problem of now assuming that psychic understanding is there and realizing that that doesn't blend into a lot of things. And it's made me kind of, um, yeah, stop using my voice and words as much. So that's, yeah. So funny, two sides of the same coin, but just the importance of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the religion to spirituality episode where we had Lexi come on a Mercury Sagittarius and a Mercury Gemini Gen talking was just pure magic. Um, And it was so fun to cover just the lessons of religion deconstruction, as I've also shared in previous episodes, because this is something, guys, that... I swear the layers do not end when you were raised in evangelical Christianity world. I keep unpacking more and more stuff that is just so 
easy to sneak in that's coming from those old patterns from being raised in that way. So talking this episode out with Lexi was so um, important and it was also hilarious. My mom has been listening to the podcast and this episode (laughs) did not make her happy. So Scorpio Lynn, I am sorry that the truths are being revealed on the pod, but it's so important that I continue to unpack this story. And yeah, I mean, this is integrated into my family's lives and unpacking this, you know, we're all awakening together, can Mm. I say? Uh Uh-huh. Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, And that goes into the importance of sharing your story. That was such a good episode to listen with Kat and our special guest, Ash. And yeah, it was absolutely beautiful to hear that because it linked so well with just the other themes of communicating your story and your words mm-hmm. and how, yeah, how important that's been for me. Yeah, and tone, like the subtleties. Um, when you have that moment with someone where you're just like gazing into each other's eyes, maybe it's someone you just met and you just connect on this one thing, mm-hmm. this one thing, and it makes you feel so seen and heard and validated and the power that comes with that too, just mm-hmm. magical. Absolutely. And then one of our most popular episodes this season talking about soul contracts. And this was another layer of relationship healing. And I've had so many new characters come into my life. If we're thinking of it as a play, you know, these these contracts that come in, these people that are intentional and matter for a reason, me and Kat 100% agreed to a soul contract together. That It's the people that come in, it's effortless in either one category and depending on how long that person's supposed to stay in your life is not really for us to necessarily decide. So trusting the flow of when someone comes in, taking what the universe is trying to show you, loving the moment for what it's teaching you, and then trusting that the time will kind of work out for itself. But there is deep intentionalness about who we attract and why. And I think when we reflect on that, we can see so many hidden gems. Yeah, totally. And recently I was reflecting on this one too, and how obviously this pertains to love and romantic relationships, but also relates to conscious friendships. And when I was at Electric Forest uh, with my best friend, Margie, we were talking about how like she, she was pulling us through a crowd. It was really packed and I was following her, which is not our norm. And it felt a little weird. And so she was like, this feels wrong. You get in front, you lead. And I was like, oh, you were feeling that too. (laughs) And then we just kind of called it out. Like we have been best friends since preschool. Yeah. And we work so well and so harmonious because I love to lead and she hates to lead. Mm. And so it's you like. You might have been a married couple. Yeah. One lifetime away. You're like, I remember. Let's remember. Yeah, totally. And so, like, I fall into that role of like big sis, even though we're the same age. Mm. And it's just like, oh, I'm just going to navigate. And she's always right there, right next to me. And so it's just that sweetness and mm-hmm. the dynamic again of how relationships play out and how they work. I truly think that when you are more in that kind of spiritual path and intentional too, it's like all these new people just come into your life and it adds to layers of synchronicities. Like it's so freaking real. Like the people that I now are considering my best friends that I give my precious resource of time and energy to are completely different people than, you know, years back. And I've just 
so much of this has evolved for me and it's such a reflection of the work I've done because the people I'm attracting are into such a different world and live so much more intentionally and that's felt so beautiful because it's helped me along my journey too so Mm -hmm. such a powerful episode 100% so then taking it into our remaining episodes of the season episode six was all about psychic mediumship with Willow Mm -hmm. that was such a fun episode such a fun episode (laughs) oh my gosh she gave us so many great tips on how to like protect your space how to work with darker energies so for all of our empaths all of our people where the veil just feels a little bit thinner this is a great one to even listen back to and just hear her tips as a practicing psychic medium and get to know like what things you might already be picking up on without Mm. having any like training or experience practicing this in like a formal way it was really enlightening for me um and caused me to pick up a book uh, which jen and i have both listened to at this point all about becoming a medical intuitive and maybe next season we'll get into that yes and that i was when i listened to that episode it also sent me on a whole thing i had just read energy codes and was like really just honing in more on psychic gifts and it was so funny because i was living in chicago when i was playing this episode i was taking the train and i have really like honed in so much on realizing like how i feel and then tuning into other people and seeing what what I get off of people, like where my baseline is. And when I tune into someone, like what gets added to my energy body and oh my gosh, just like, we don't realize how psychic we really are. And I think we just move so quickly that we forget that intentionality. And it was so good just to hear some of her tips and play with them on the train. Like I had so much fun with that. So such a fun practice. I love that. (laughs) The next up we had breathwork magic with Anna Lee and this one, it was so helpful just to like hear about the nervous system and different ways that your breath can really help you navigate that and regulate yourself. Yeah, because for us, like breath work is something we've shared a lot with meditation, but I think we forget all the layers of healing that just focusing on breath work can bring us. And Anna is definitely a special person from my past. And it's just, it reminds us, we need that constant reminder that we have one of the biggest magic tools, like in something we do constantly. constantly you know but when you bring intentionality behind it it changes everything it sure does it's wild so cool (laughs) then our next episode was ayurveda 2.0 with the lovely havana she gave us so many great tips um really ancient wisdom from this beautiful life practice of ayurveda things that you can do in the morning different spices to incorporate so really tactful grounding tips to just bring a little bit more ease to your life holistically I never will stop being amazed by the layers to that. I know. Mm. The different subtleties. It's so, so cool. Then episode nine was our big episode about sex. You guys also downloaded this one in record time, just to say. Uh huh. <laughs> our people, we know. <laughs> so cool to see and just know like our journeys this year around sex and sexuality. Oh my God. And our sexual awakenings and my second puberty. <laughs> and it's just like, it's been a big year focused on sex. Yes, me and Danny exploring polyamory, all of the different relationship layers that have come 
women realizing there is still so much healing work to do around those categories. And so, yeah, it, it actually landed in Kat and I's lives like very at the almost the same time. It was wild. So yeah. apparently you guys were feeling that too. And I think it's so important we talk about subject matters that were previously seen as something you should keep private because we're all living this human experience and there's so many parallels when you reveal and look at everything and there's so much importance about not seeing some subjects as no-nos and to stay away from it because that's how shame stories I think can get so loud and we can kind of stunt our growth when in reality there's so many pieces we can connect from each other's stories. Absolutely. One of those topics that they say are the most taboo that you shouldn't talk about Mm -hmm. with people. It's sex, religion, and politics. Mm. We talk about it all. Yeah. (laughs) Probably more than anything. (laughs) Yeah. Get that megaphone and so loud. Yes. Yes. That's what we're here to do on earth. All the shit that's been kept down and just see how we can make our own opinions and feel about it and notice that we're not alone Mm -hmm. yeah so next episode this happened in pride month which was so special Mm -hmm. and important um it was with phoenix exploring gender and sexuality this one was super cool yeah phoenix and i created our virtual program inner you and we recorded this podcast at that same time and just the amount of stuff that has shifted for the lbgtqia community there has been so much legislation trying to move backwards in these subject matters and it's just so important that we remember that there is so many there's such a spectrum of the human experience and just because you don't understand it doesn't mean that it's not happening and everyone deserves to live in full integrity to their own human experience so anything that is stifling that is so important to remove and I think we so think that we have to understand everything to let it just be and that is so the themes of that are so important and in that episode just getting to talk through what that has looked like for phoenix's journey who is non-binary and just how it's blended into society um we need this now more than ever with the supreme court recently just taking us even more backwards and some of these themes like we have got to come together and be loud for the people whose voices have continued to be stifled throughout history for just something that is a part of their day to day we Mm -hmm. should all be able to be humaning in whatever way that looks like Mm -hmm. yep that one was sex it was politics and it was religion Mm -hmm. all in one so (laughs) lots to integrate and take away from that episode and just like this whole theme in life right now yes Then our final episode before this one was all about Gaslit by Birth Control. Thank you for sharing that all, Kat. So good. Oh, of course. Yeah, thanks for all uh, coming on that journey with me. It was a lot. And still learning. Um, My last cycle was shorter than normal. And Mm. so I'm like, is the pendulum swinging in the other direction now? Mm. Um, But I feel like it's all just kind of, you know, shaking out and everything. And I'm feeling really, really good. So... Um, I was actually talking to someone recently, uh, now that we're in our 30s, um, a friend, he had just turned 32, and he was saying how he wakes up every day with some more aches and pains and how Mm. that's just normal, and I kind of got to reflecting on that. And I had this takeaway of coming back from Electric Forest, my body actually felt the best it ever has, Mm. and I've been going for eight years. So I kind of just want to, like 
sweep that away. And of course, like age has. I can't stand that. <laughs> yeah. Of course, age has maybe something to do with our bodies. And like, yeah, we need to treat our bodies with extra loving care the older that we get because they don't just bounce back quite as easily. Mm-hmm. But. Age is just a number, and it is all about how you take care of yourself. I know you have my back, mm -hmm. my physical therapist friend. (laughs) Yes, I think that is so huge, and that's why I'm so proud of you for sharing that piece of your story and even just the messiness in it, not even having it have to be like full concrete answers but the importance in this is so many layers deeper that we have to keep exploring our bodies we are in relationship with it and as we freaking know relationships don't just get to go on autopilot it's supposed to be intentional and our bodies are constantly sending us messages and we have to keep paying attention and yeah the homework for that even like your regular relationships is going to shift and what you have to look into is going to be important there's going to be new messages, but writing it off as it's normal to be experiencing um, X, Y, and Z, and it's all kind of in these more negative lights. I just so don't prescribe to that because I have met so many people in their 90s thriving and more connected and alive than ever before. Age does not summarize this. And so it's important that we are constantly playing around with things and seeing where our body lands within it. And that is going to look personal and different for everyone. I think we can get very dangerously in the in the dark side of stuff when we start saying it has to be this way. But I also think it's important that we remember that not everything that has been seen as normal is necessarily right. And that it's important we keep doing the work to unveil that and look at how it interacts with our own personal stuff. 100%. Yeah. I If I have to hear my mom say one more time, oh, you'll understand when you're in your 60s how much your body just hurts naturally because of age. I'm like, challenge accepted mom <laughs> Literally like, say. you're on because um, I'm gonna keep doing the yoga I'm gonna keep walking I'm not gonna be sedentary and um, you know if you don't use it you lose it yeah and that is a perfect example of what I think has happened for that generation sadly mm-hmm. and not to their own fault um, it's been a very sedentary culture but we are here busting that and mm-hmm. paying attention and getting out of our minds and into our bodies and letting our traumas move through us and doing the work so I have high high hopes for us all I so do too (laughs) and as we uh, shared in that first episode Pluto will move back into Aquarius in January for 35 years the collective is going to be affected in this Aquarius way and Aquarius is so about making sure everyone's individual story and self-expression is shining out So this work, this work of awakening, this work of unpacking your old stories to step into new trust and co-creation with the universe, it's intentional, it matters, it's breaking down structures that don't work, and it's allowing us to not only extend so much self-compassion, but also extend compassion to every single person outside of us. And when we are living in alignment with that love, we are not normalizing pain and hurt. Hurt and um, yeah, the things that tend to keep us small, 
uh, maybe we should just get more curious about. Mm. I love it. Beautifully said. Yes. And so with this being our season finale of season four, it's all about integration. So we'll ask you to consider the topics that we covered this season and see if there are any that you feel like there's still something left to squeeze out of that topic. Um, you know, go back, listen to some of them, ask us questions, reach out to us, um, because we're always doing the work ourselves. And so, mm-hmm. Jen, as we head into the rest of July, August, the remaining of summer, I'm curious, what are some of the things in your spiritual journey that you are really integrating and leaning into? Yeah, as you said, I just came into kind of a different sense of home. I was away for 90 days living in another city. And I think just getting out of my normal flow, it was, it so emphasized what I was both craving and what felt good to kind of let go of. So I think I'm really am redefining home. I'm redefining what relationships mean and look like to me. And I'm really in the process of all of that, trying to make space for the things that I really know to be true about myself that have come from doing the work. So I think that Aries Libra theme, right? Like self and integration with connection to others and finding that like sweet balance and also just, yeah, creating a sense of home in whatever way that is going to look like. I think the concept of home is switching so much for me with what has been happening in my life. And I'm just really thankful to have the home within myself that I feel like I can trust, which I've had so many gratitude cries on um, this last little bit because self was so far from being home for me for so long. So to know that I now have that as a structure system that's no one can ever take from me also means everything. What about you? Mm. It's so beautiful. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Um, Yeah, for me, I mentioned at the beginning too, just coming home from Electric Forest uh, a little over a week ago now and how that was our eighth year there and it very much feels like home for us. Um, And coming back like I always gleam so much from it and it's it's life-changing every single year like we bring we bring different groups of people every year this year we brought our best friends Kirsten Brandon Heather and Margie and just seeing their eyes like light up at the forest is always beautiful and amazing and I think some of the things that I'm taking into this summer with me, as I still have not exited festival mode I'm actually going to see some music today um, is how how beautiful connecting with others is like you just shared Jen Mm -hmm. and how we live in such a society that is so individualistic and I think a lot of people just think that they are more introverted than they actually are because there's a fear to express themselves fully and a, a fear of rejection and a fear of not just like being their weird true selves because Mm -hmm. somewhere in their upbringing, um, somewhere in their journey, they've been taught that's not okay. Um, and so it's a lot of inner child healing work. And that's like that whole sense of play that equals festival mode for Mm -hmm. me. And just being this like silly, goofy version of myself, not just, um, at festivals or on weekends with friends, but like bringing more play into my everyday life. Um, I also kind of like got away from my meditation practice while I was there because I was sleeping maybe three hours a day. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and so getting back into that has been a little challenging for me. And that's hard for me to say because it's something that I like 
revel in and, and do so well in every single day, just having like a grounded routine. But I also like to practice what I preach and give myself some grace mm. and know that um, I listened to my meditations on my phone and I didn't have my phone for a week. And so integrating the teachings from that, um, side note, I lost it at Electric Forest mm. and someone turned it in Aww. and I got it back. Yay. So Forest provides, it's back to me, nothing happened to it and, and we're back and my meditation is going to come back and just giving myself grace and knowing that I'm exactly where I'm meant to be in this moment right now. Yes. And you are also meditating in such different ways. And that can also look so many ways. So it's so important to, uh, yeah, ebb and flow with the themes that are popping up in your life because there is a freaking reason always. Always, always, <laughs> always just learning and changing and growing and yes. doing it together. Yes, we are doing it together and we're doing it with all of you. And thank you guys for the layers of love that we have felt from this podcast and just giving us a safe space where we can share and have it then resonate with so many people. It means everything. We love you all so much. Um, please do connect with us on Instagram at Awaken Together Podcast. You can also find us on Facebook and our individual Instagrams. I'm Katerina underscore Erickson and Jen is Sensible.Wellness. Yes, we love you. Thank you so much and we'll see you this fall for season five. Woohoo, see you then. Bye.